Welcome back to the Hoops Place podcast brought to you by the Talk Sports Media. I'm your host at Hoops Hutch on Twitter. You can follow us at Hoops Place on Twitter as well and at Hoops Place Pod on Instagram. Today, I want to talk about the Michael Jordan documentary that aired last night. If you got to watch it, you are in luck. If not, go watch it right now. I want to give you my thoughts and what Twitter had to say about it. It was great. I want to talk about it. The intro, let's go. Gonna try to keep it short and sweet per usual. Today, I want to talk about this documentary that aired last night the first two episodes of the last dance if you haven't got to watch it i highly recommend going to watch it right now it did not disappoint like i I was beyond excited before this came out all day it's all i could think about it's all i had to look forward to it's all anyone had to look forward to it's the only thing we have that's new and we got to watch it and trust me it did not disappoint it finally gives us something to talk about especially on twitter and i loved being on Twitter. It was like watching an NBA Finals game on Twitter because it was just going insane. And if you haven't got to watch it, I'd go watch it right now. A lot of conversation regarding Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, who's the greatest, which I thought we buried the hatchet. I know this doesn't sound great when Kobe passed away. I thought we were like, we were just going to accept their greatness and quit comparing. But last night caused a lot of argument and a lot of comparisons. And I did it myself. But first, I want to just talk about the documentary itself. It was so well produced, it's insane. Michael Jordan knows exactly what he did. Apparently, he signed off for all the footage. So he owned all the footage that is played. He gave them permission to film way back then, and he's held on to it all these years. And apparently in the 2016 finals, after when uh, LeBron won, came back from 3-1, everyone saying he's the greatest of all time, he signed off saying he wants to put it out. He wants to start... um, Get, give given interviews, do whatever it has to do to get this thing out so people will watch it and get reminded who's the GOAT, which I know that's why he did it. Obviously, that's why he's held on for this whole time. And then everyone, when everyone starts doubting and saying LeBron James just did something no one else has ever done because he did, he said, all right, release the tapes. <laughs> Show everybody what's up, which I think that's pretty dope, if you ask me. But basically, these two episodes just sort of went back and forth on the timeline from when he was drafted, from when he was younger, talking to his uh, family, back to the 1997-98 season, which that's basically the whole premise of the show, if you didn't get to watch, is the 97-98 season, the quote-unquote last dance, they called it, because it was their last season together, the 97-98 Bulls, going for another, uh, I think, three-peat, his sixth ring, and just watching it, and I'm a 19-year-old, so I did not get to watch Michael Jordan live or like I didn't get to watch him on TV like I, to, like I get to watch LeBron which might cause some bias on my sides why I don't really like LeBron why I'm not really a LeBron guy I like him but I'm not really a LeBron guy it's because I got to see all the bad times he had I never got to see the bad times Michael Jordan had and it showed it I mean his bad times obviously on TV they don't make it seem as bad when like his early years when he was getting bounced in the first round or barely making the playoffs and stuff. They were showing how bad the team he was on, which is no excuse because LeBron carried teams year in and year out, even early on in his career. But it just showed how dominant he still was. He dropped, what was it, 63 points in a playoff game? That's what they showed last night versus uh, uh, arguably the best Celtics team ever. The Larry Bird said the best team he ever played on. 
And he even said, quote unquote, this is not Michael Jordan. This is God in Michael Jordan's body or something playing. He was otherworldly. And he was young too. This is early on in his career. Before Scottie Pippen's even there, I believe. It, it, it was something to see because I never got to see that. The only thing of Michael Jordan I got to see is just highlights we see. You know, the classic dunks he does from the free throw line at the dunk contest or just random fast break dunks. But we didn't get to see every single play. I mean, they still didn't show it. They just showed the highlights, which is still going to cause some bias towards my side. If you, you're not a LeBron guy, then you are just going to see all the great things Michael Jordan did. But don't get me wrong. LeBron is a fantastic player. I just We've gotten to see all his downfalls, and he has a lot more than Michael Jordan on a higher level, if you know what I mean. Michael Jordan, early on in his career, was getting bounced in the first round, bounced in the second round. LeBron went to nine straight finals. What, he only won three of them? Lost six of them? So we got to see a lot more failure on LeBron's side. We, that's where the argument comes in. Is LeBron better than Michael Jordan because he's went to that many finals, but he's lost? But Michael Jordan didn't go to that many, but he won all of them. So we don't know. That's the argument, and that's will be the argument to the end of time. Here is my personal opinion on it. This is sort of straying away from the documentary. Here is my personal opinion on it. I tweeted this out today. LeBron James is the most athletic athlete of all time, or the best athlete of all time. By no means that means he's the best basketball player of all time. Michael Jordan is the best basketball player of all time. Personally, that's what I think. You don't have to believe it. But in the discussion, that's what I think. Michael Jordan, watching him play, watching the tapes, just clearly looks on another level than everyone out there. It never seemed like he had a game where he was just off or where he was being carried, I guess. I don't know. That's just what I'm seeing. LeBron, you say the same things. Then you get reminded he lost to the Dallas Mavericks. And what? What year was that? I don't even know what year that was. 2012, 2013? It was embarrassing he had like eight points in a finals game eight points versus Dirk I don't think Michael Jordan ever did that same thing is I just don't know yes he was getting bounced in early rounds and then Scottie Pippen got got there and helped so yeah he did need some help and that's the main argument LeBron fans have but LeBron James is the greatest athlete of all time he's in year 17 and still an MVP candidate but the one thing I have against it is that he's year 17 he obviously can score as much as he want once a bunch of NBA players said if he played back then just looking at uh, what Michael Jordan was going up against if he played back then he dropped 60 a game dude he could drop 60 a game right now if he wanted to he just has he doesn't choose to that's the one thing I have against him Michael Jordan would go out there and just say I'm gonna get buckets and I'm gonna do what I can to win LeBron goes out there. I'm not saying he's a stat patter because I don't think he is. But he could. He has the capability to drop 40, 50 points every single night. But yeah, he does, I guess, want to facilitate and want to pass it. But is that because he wants to make the team better? Is passing to Avery Bradley in the corner for a three better than him going in on Duncan on someone every single time because he know he could? And he proved that in 2016 where he single-handedly carried a terrible team. Nah, that wasn't a terrible. They had Kyrie and Kevin Love. They, he carried that team to the finals. 
And then the next year, he carried an absolute terrible team to the finals. So he's proven he could do what Michael Jordan does. He just doesn't because he wants to go down as the greatest passer and the greatest all this and that and get all the... You know, it just... I like... I respect Michael Jordan because he went out there and knew I'm going to get buckets. Obviously, he could have averaged 10 assists a game. If you're getting double teamed every single possession, just pass it off. No, but he wanted to get buckets, and I respect that. And same thing with Kobe. His whole career, they're selling him the pass. But now he's going down as, I think, top four player in the league, ever. I have him at number four, maybe number three. But if LeBron James did that, if he went out his whole career, just did what Michael Jordan did, said, I'm going to get buckets. I'm going to score 63 on Larry Bird and the best Celtics team ever. I just never saw that out of LeBron. He had that fantastic run in the playoffs, what, 2017, carrying a terrible team to the finals, and that, I think, was his peak. But was it, though? I think his peak should have been when he was with the Heat. Those few years he was with the Heat. That was obviously his physical condition just seemed like the best. But he was sort of complacent with having D-Wade and Chris Bosh and he also, like, I don't know, he could have still dropped 60 points whenever he wanted to. He just didn't. I just really wish he did. I'm not sure if this is making any sense at all. But this is wholeheartedly what I think. Michael Jordan is the best basketball player of all time. And the fact that that take just baffles people now is kind of insane. Because growing up, that's all we thought. Michael Jordan, the greatest of all time. But now LeBron's done what he done. So people are like, L. If you said Michael Jordan's greatest of all time, you always have those 20 LeBron fans say, L, L, L. No. LeBron is not the greatest of all time. He may be the most athletic. He may be, I guess, the best. I really don't know. We don't know. But I have on my list Michael Jordan, number one, LeBron, number two. I think that's how it always will be. Unless LeBron, I think, wins three more finals and doesn't lose one, then he might. I, I, I'll put him over the conversation. But he, yeah. You got to think LeBron has had decent supporting cast in the past, but he has the where he's made his money, where people have the argument, is because he's played on very bad teams. When he played with the Heat, it just like we knew he was going to win. We knew he was going to get his rings. Like KD going to the Warriors, we knew he was going to get his rings. And the fact that he lost to the Dallas Mavericks is a big blemish on his GOAT conversation. If he doesn't lose to the Mavs, and I, I'll give him the Spurs. I'll give. I'll let him lose his Spurs because that was a great team. But if he doesn't lose to the Mavs and he literally disappeared throughout that whole series, then we can maybe lean a little more to him being the goat. But I just don't have him the goat. Watching him lose to Dirk Nowitzki in the finals in what 2011, I think that's what it was. If watching him lose to him just completely obliterated me thinking he has a chance to be a goat. Because I just don't think he will. Because now he's with Anthony Davis. Now he's with the Lakers. Now he has a supporting cast. He's going to win. He's going to get more rings. It's just, I don't know, man. And I know MJ had Scottie Pippen, and he wouldn't have been anything without Scottie Pippen. But what would LeBron be without D-Wade and Chris Bosh? Or Kyrie and Kevin Love? You can say the same things. Because Kyrie, obviously, like I, everyone forgets how great he was in the 2016 finals. And then his best performance, the thing we talk about the most is him carrying him to the finals the next two years and losing? Like, what? Like, a good job you got to the finals, but you lost. It doesn't matter. And they argue that the Warriors were a dynasty and they got Kevin Durant. Yeah, you have that argument. 
but he still lost. He still has lost six NBA finals, and he could have controlled a few of those. He shouldn't have lost to the Mavericks. He shouldn't have lost to the Spurs. He, uh, he shouldn't have lost the first one of the Warriors, really. They were a great team. But 2015, 2016, I understand injuries happen and stuff like that. But I don't know. That's his prime. And that's the difference of the GOAT conversation. And that's all I have for today. That's the whole podcast, keeping it short and sweet, around 13 minutes. Thank you if you are listening. Please subscribe if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Go follow us on Twitter at Hoops Place or on Instagram at Hoops Place Pod. Thank you for listening. I am your host at Hoops Hutch. I'm out. Peace. Still ain't got it bumping. Hey.